Hey guys, welcome to the Pondering Nerd Show. I am your disembodied producer, host, slash just the guy in the background somewhere. Um, host, <laughs> Lance John. And today I have with me uh, Alyssa Spector. Hey! Makisha Brown. Hi guys! And Nate Rowe. Yo! From, from sunny Florida, right? You're, you're like, you're in Florida, right? Uh, it hasn't been sunny. It's actually been rainy as crap, but we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some rain up here in New York City in the last couple of days as well, so I feel your pain. Um, but anyway, let's get started with the show here. Uh, today we're going to talk about um, uh, tech support um, madness, or I should say, you know, uh, there was a... Sorry, let me do that a little one. Okay, one, two, three. There was... Um, an article that was posted a couple of days ago, it actually started trending on Facebook at first, and then it um, all the mainstream media picked it up, of a tech support call um, to end the service with Comcast by a man named uh, Ryan Block. Uh, you know, for those of you who, I don't know if you know who he is, he's like the co-creator, co-founder of like Gizmondo and Gadget, those sort of properties. And he recorded one of his um, phone calls to Comcast um, to disconnect his service from them. And in this, what he said was about 18 minutes long, but the, the audio that he recorded was about eight minutes long. The, the, the representative just would not let him off the phone. It just, he just kept on, you know, he wanted to know why he was leaving. It's almost like he was hurt, like he was breaking up with him or something. It was just the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> I, I was like, I, I I couldn't listen to the whole thing because the representative was so annoying. He sounded like he was about to cry if he didn't stay. It was just really, really crazy. And, you know, so with that, I know I wanted to know what do you guys, you know, what do you guys, uh, like, have you ever experienced anything like that when you're, you know, you call tech companies to, like, maybe disconnect your service or just get help? Just simple, just get some support for your, your product or whatever that you, you, you purchase. Like, what are your, some of your horror stories? Yeah, I, I know. I've been through it. I've been through it with a couple of companies, and I just, you know, tough it out and just never back down because they will try and nickel and dime you for every single service. You really will. So, I, well, uh, what, what was one of your horror stories then about that? Like, um, um, yeah. Well, uh, with Living Social, I had this deal that I couldn't redeem, and I wanted to see if I could. Um, either reschedule or get my money back somehow and I couldn't reschedule it um, which I understood and I had a legitimate reason for getting my money back in some way but I couldn't get um, my money back either I had to get this thing called deal bucks but they wouldn't give me the full amount and I insisted and I insisted and the person who I was speaking to um, just was not hearing it and so I had to go over her head and write to corporate headquarters and complain about this person and insist that I get the fair treatment that they had in their bylines and they gave me my full amount and it was just really unnecessary that I had to do all of that. Uh, very sad, very sad. Uh, what about you Nate? Um. 
<clears throat> well, I mean, like, kind of like we were talking about before the show, um, I guess my biggest beef with tech support companies nowadays, or my, my biggest horror story is just, I, I absolutely dread when I have a problem with, you know, one of my consoles, my computer, whatever, you know, whatever, you call up, you're already frustrated because something is going wrong, obviously, because you're calling tech support. You don't just call them to have a nice, friendly chat. You know what I mean? Most of the time, you call them with a problem. And a lot of the time, that's met with a language barrier. Like, I want to go ahead and throw this out there to everybody. Like, I'm totally not racist, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, nobody wants to catch um, somebody that doesn't speak English very well on these on these calls because, I mean, it's, like I said, you already have a problem, and it's pretty much almost to the customer. It's like you're presented with another problem. Like, okay, now <laughs> i got to, like, break this down into the simplest terms possible so we can both kind of, you know, know what's going on. And You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I That's always been my thing is, like, I kind of dread any time I have to call a tech support company because I'm just praying that whoever picks up the phone, like, speaks really good English and... Um, I don't know. That's just that's that's kind of my thing. Like I've had problems with MediaCom here recently, and uh, trust me, like I would never recommend MediaCom to people because of it. You know what I mean? But I'm just too lazy to change right now because I don't want to have to deal with another company. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm gonna get screwed either way. It's like politics, tech support, and and cable companies are like politics. Like you, I just want to stay out of it if I have to. If I can. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway. Yeah. Not pretty much. You want to be understood. You know. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Alyssa? You have any uh, horror stories to share? Um, yeah, I've had my frustrations uh, with tech support. Uh, I this one time I remember uh, this is when I was still in school and I was in New Jersey. I had an apartment with a roommate, and uh, I guess somehow our Wi-Fi cropped out. So I called up uh, Netgear. I had a you know Netgear router. Um, I I called up about it and you know the first person I got on the phone she was this really nice lady um, and I was you know talking about my frustrations I don't know what happened and I think I left my charger for my phone back at you know home that weekend so right when I was talking to this person my phone died and um, I, I had to call them back and then second time I called up you know like what Nate said, I'm not racist at all, uh, but the second person I got on the phone, I just could not understand anything what he was saying. <laughs> um, so, you know, then he was just like, okay, let me let me put you on hold. Um, and I just said, you know what, F this, I hung up and decided to call uh, a third time. And a third time, uh, a woman picked up and, you know, she... I was able to understand what she was saying and she was helping me through it but then talking to her then my phone died again but thankfully I guess she had you know we had a phone in the house in the apartment uh, thankfully she called up the the apartment phone number and you know I was able to talk with her and then she was able to walk me through it like how to fix the, the Wi-Fi so yeah that's my story <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. that sucks uh, I was, like, my story um was uh was with a tech company right here in America. Uh, I was I used to be on Sprint, and um, I had a phone. I had the, the Nexus, the Samsung Galaxy Nexus uh, phone, and it's it's it said you know it 
internally, the phone can uh, pick up uh, LTE bands, right? Mm -hmm. So, but here in New York City, there is no LTE in the in the city. Uh, well, at the time, they were in certain spots. They were saying, "Oh, they were testing it, blah blah, whatever, whatever." So, you know, they, they didn't. They never really gave. Uh, a timeline to when that was actually going to be fully turned on here in New York City. And I noticed on my bill I was being charged for this thing called premium service. It was an extra charge on my bill where I asked them, I said, what is that? And they said, oh, it's because you have your, your internet service. I said, yeah, but what exactly is the premium service? What does that, um, you know, entail? It's just like, oh, well, you know, that's uh, your 3G and your 4G. It's like, well, I don't have any 4G here. It's in spots, but it's not—it's not fully covered everywhere. So why am I being charged for 4G coverage that I can't use? Well, that's just a policy. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, I was like, well, uh, that's a nice policy. That's I'm sure that's nice for your bottom line, but I don't want to pay for something I don't have access to. You know, so could you please remove it? Well, if we remove it for you, we're not to remove it for everybody else. I mean, I'm fine with 3G. Shouldn't you be fine with 3G? What the? F what? I said, I said, ma'am, I'm glad that you you love your mediocre life, but I don't. He's <laughs> like, and it's like, you know, I know you're just doing your job, but that's just a really shitty thing to say to your to your customers. Oh, because you're okay with it, and I have to be. You know, and I, I think I think at that point I told him to just disconnect my service right there. You know, <laughs> and I but I had a I had an easier time than Ryan Block um, did with his uh, 18 minute rant. You know, because I think I just upset her to. I think when I told her that she she lived a mediocre life, she just got really upset with me and canceled my service. So, <laughs> so if you want to get your service canceled, people, just insult the representative. They will do it so quickly, and you'll be over with it. But anyway, yeah. well, I mean, like I want to throw it out there also. Like another thing that that makes me just ultra mad with tech support is like when you talk to somebody. And then you talk to somebody else from the same company, and you're getting two completely different answers. Yes. But I can't stand it when it feels like representatives that. are not on the same page. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, like this department it, doesn't work with the other or some bullshit. <laughs> One time my internet went out, and you know I called up Mediacom, and this is just one of the many reasons why I really hate Mediacom. But I called up Mediacom. Um, my my computer said that my I had access to my wireless network, but that I wasn't getting internet access. Um, I called up Mediacom. They said, uh, "Well, we don't see an outage in your area." So that was the first thing I asked was, "Is there an outage in my area?" Because if that's the case, then it you know it'll be back in a couple hours. Um, that's kind of a common occurrence around here. I live in a rural uh, country, you know, <laughs> country bona fide place, you know what I'm saying? So the internet's not that great, but I mean, so it goes out, you know, anyway. Um, so I'm thinking that's what the case is. Uh, it's, it's not coming back a couple hours later, so I call back, and, you know, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? You know, is, are they, are they working on stuff in my area? And they're like, no, that nobody's working on stuff in your area. Uh, you know, they, they walked me through all this stuff. They set up all new networks for me. Um, you know, we, we did all these things. And then the next day, when it was still not working, I called up a third time. The third lady finally told me, oh, yeah, the fiber optics are down in your area. And they're going to be ah. working on those for the past 24 hours. So, yeah, you're gonna, it, it was going to be off for the past 24 hours. And I'm like, dude, why could the two people last night not tell me this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I talked to two separate people. Why are they not on the same page as you? Oh, well, I'm sorry, sir, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, man, this is just ridiculous. So, yeah. 
guys that are not on the same page, you know what I mean? But what can you do? Like, you have to be, you have to be nice, right? You can't, it, like, if you create a problem, all they, all, they could make your life hell. Like, seriously, they control the power, I guess, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're the customer, but they can mess with your account if they wanted to, I guess. <laughs> like, I, I fear, I fear pissing them off, you know what I mean? Kind of like people who do your food at fast food. You don't want to piss off people that make your food. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But the guy, the guy speaking with the Comcast rep, he was totally respectful. He was to the point, and he asked for reasonable things, and the guy was just ranting on him just for no mm. reason. I am. I like, I'm reading one of the comments left on the, that whole thing with Comcast, and somebody said, this should be a Crank Anchors episode. The Comcast employee should have someone with a gun standing there watching. <laughs> you know what I'm I, that's what I was thinking. Well, like in my head was like maybe his boss told him, "Listen, if you get one more person that disconnects and you can't turn them around, you're freaking fired." You know what I mean? And he's like fighting for his job, and it just happens to be this guy who records him and shit. Like, I don't know. Like, did they did they have any comments in that article? Was there any comment from either Comcast or that employee afterward? No. Nah, uh, from what I understand, Comcast said they were going to look into the problem and. We're going to investigate the problem. We're going to talk to this employee. That's pretty much what they're saying. Uh, but that usually means they probably fired him and don't give a shit. Back him. So I have, a, I have yeah. a feeling that that uh, employee was just—he seemed like he was just paranoid about losing his job or something. Yeah, maybe hmm. they work in commission or something. Um, oh, but there is a statement that was released by Comcast. It says we are very embarrassed by the way our employee spoke with Mr. Block, and we are content. And they're contacting him personally to personally apologize. The way in which our representative communicated with him is unacceptable and not consistent with how we train our customer service representative. We are investigating the situation and will take quick action. While the overwhelming majority of our employees work very hard to do the right thing every day, we are using this very unfortunate experience to reinforce how important it is to always treat our customers with the utmost respect. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like something that a company would just have to say after something like that. It's like, yeah. in layman's terms, it's like, yeah, this fucking guy's crazy. We don't know, man. We're, we'll fucking, we'll ask. I don't know. They're not going to come right out and say, like, yeah, we tell our employees they better get um, right. They've got to do their job, or we're going to fire their ass, you know? Yeah, so. right, yeah, exactly. So, he was probably doing what he was told to do by his superior, and it like, backfired doing it, on doing it. You know what I mean? Well, so, anyway. I'm actually kind of happy, so, yeah. Look, when, right, I, so. When, when, when I worked in retail, I remember, like, you know, they say, oh, we treat the customer with respect, but they, I remember they told us, you know, in training, saying, like, you have to make a connection with the customer. You have to try to get them, you know, to buy something, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, that's just annoying the customer. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, yeah. uh, we're a little over time here, but uh, because the discussion was good anyway. Um, so we're going to end it right here. Um, so uh, don't forget to follow us on uh, face. You know, well, you can find the Facebook group. Uh, you know, on Facebook, though, it's called Pondering Nerds. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Pondering Nerds Show, I believe it's called. I don't remember the correct current moment. But if you want to catch the bulk of our content, uh, check us out on YouTube at the Pondering Nerds Show. And uh, we're still working on getting the show on iTunes, so you can download it to your heart's content and listen to wherever you want. Um, but this has been the Pondering Nerd Show, and uh, we'll see you next segment. Peace.
Peace. Peace. Bye, guys.